we're continuing with part two. We're continuing from part, part, part two, part, this is part four. This is part four of part three. It was, it is part three of where we go from here. And now we're into part four. And as we begin, I just want to remind you again of the date. It is January 21st, 2023. This is striving to keep our democracy intact. And I am Brigadier Rosa Stokes. Just a reminder. We're continuing with our series, Keeping the Earth. Our community call is, where do we go from here? And we've been speaking about it since before the new year. We've talked about part one, part two. We just completed part three, and this is our last presentation, part four. And as we go into this part, we're talking again about number nine, and I want to remind you, this is a country that has problems. All countries have problems. All states and cities and towns have problems. All people have problems. Our leaders of the home and our leaders of the community have problems. The point is not the problem, it's how you're going to solve it. You cannot sit in a math class and have a problem that you do not solve. If you're in an English class, you cannot write a sentence without completing it. We are a country that can solve our problems. We are a people that can solve our problems. We are a people that govern by the people, for the people. That means the people of this country hire government, people in Congress to work for them, work for them to make sure their needs are met. And then we have a system of accountability, of checks and balances. So we can't just, Congress cannot just decide that they're going to go off and do something without meeting our standards. First of just being honest and not breaking the law. We the people cannot accept people in Congress who break the law. That lowers the standards for our children. That lowers the standards for our community. And we hold those in Congress accountable for having people in place where there's no clarity about their legal conduct. We cannot have people in Congress that meets the lower standard. Our, their job is to meet the higher standards. There to be good examples for our children for now and for the future. So number nine. We promised the young people that if they stand, we will stand with them. We told them that we would stand with them 
and education. We would make sure and encourage in every way possible every young person that wants an education and training, trades, college, etc., would have an opportunity to get that. That is one of our promises, we the people. Number two, we told them that we would continue to study on the climate and how things are to improve and that we would make sure they get the information they keep asking about. And so we need and we call for the geologists and the archeologists and the botanists, for the environmentalists. We need them teaching in our schools and in our colleges. Our children want to know. Climate affects them in the future and they don't want to be left sidelined by other people's opinions. Now, if we if we'd like to encourage also in other professions, doctors and nurses, praise of every area. People, as the country's growing older, we need our new people to come, young people to come forward. We need you in particularly nurses and doctors, uh, police, fire department. We need you in every race, in every culture, in every faith and gender. We need you, if you have a heart and a love to do these things, to be trained. Whatever, teachers, we need so many teachers, people who need the heart to teach in so many races and cultures. It is important so that the needs of the people are met. This is a part of our continuing to build our infrastructure of our children, where our dollars turn around within themselves. We're able to then pay down our debt and then support other countries. Number 10, do not forget, do not forget the male sperm, the male seed. Even if it is not discussed, it is still true and is a the medical rights of hippo are in conflict with it. Reproductive rights belong to everyone. Medical rights belong to everyone. To have a position on pro-life means that you believe in the male seed and, it's, and the male sperm, male seed is the sperm, to be responsible for what the, where they put their sperm. Now, we are calling for laws that begin to speak about this. We're not asking you to just open the door so a woman can have rights that they already have where people of color are, uh, are people who've made lifestyle changes. It's a democracy. And when you made that decision doing COVID-19 vaccine, that not everybody had to take a vaccination, even though you knew that it would cause others to die. But the statement was, it was their right to make that decision. You can't have one group make a decision for others that cost people their lives, and then you cannot take responsibility for the male seed. Now, it is so important that the male is responsible his, for his where he puts his seeds and his relationships. Every child must be taught that if they have a, a, a sexual relationship, they are giving themselves permission to have a baby. 
Their children need to know that. It's not just the love things that they see on TV. We the people must be the adults in the room and we must help the children to understand and know these things. The male seed must take responsible for his sperm because without it, we'll always have people talking about pro-life and terminating uh, lives, uh, situations that are medical decisions. If the male seed is held accountable for his forced behaviors, incest, rapes, trafficking, domestic violence, that will reduce terminations of pregnancies by 80 to 90 percent. We're looking for solutions. We're not looking for someone to just say, I think this is what you should do once something happens. That's between the person, their doctor, their family, and hopefully they will invite their, uh, their ministers and counselors in. But for medical situations, you should not force a woman to carry a child that the doctors already told her has terminated because of a law that the men have made. The male seed must be responsible for his sperm when he decides that he wants a good time and goes out fornicating or committing adultery. The male is responsible and without them being included in the law, there is no law. We're trying to get rid of terminations. That's pro-life. 80 to 90% deduction. The other 20% coming from medical situations. Maybe 25 because now we're having such a major problems with women, particularly those in the African-American, Asian, other communities of giving birth. This is a place where people can really help. They're, these are women who want children. And the birth rate, instead of going, uh, uh, being so successful, is be, they're beginning to have problems again. We need to establish these laws so that women and doctors are not held responsible for things that are being forced on them by male seeds. And the males are not being held responsible except going through courtrooms that let them go. There is so much more to cover here. We're not sure whether we're going to be able to get as far as we want to. But the one of the major issues also is those of you who choose men who chose to be in gender relationships, same gender relationships, need to understand that you have a special responsibility. In the earth, we only have two sets, male and female. And sometimes when males do things with males, it creates problems for females and it creates viruses and things like that, or they create problems for themselves. You must have doctors that can help address that, but you should not be entering into a relationship with women and not telling them what your lifestyle of choice is. That's against the law. HIV, uh, the, there was a, just an, uh, there's another illness that just uh, came along and we need to have these discussions. We want to talk to you about them. We wanna have these same kinds of discussions that are truthful and reality. We are 
we must teach our young about their biological functions. Children between the ages of zero to normally 14 go through gender identity. It's not unusual to see a girl in jeans, and it's not unusual to see a boy that wanted to play with a doll. That has nothing to do with a lifestyle choice of gender. It's always been that way. And we need to have these conversations so we clear up some of these things and let the children grow and make decisions at the appropriate time. And sure, they're going to relate to people on TV and all these things. They still need that time. Again, we only have two sexes in the earth. Now, some people choose one lifestyle, others choose another. The traditional family is still here and in place and functioning, husband, wife, and children. But we have families that are mom and mom. We have families that are husband and husbands. And we have to deal with this from a physical point of view so that everybody stays well and healthy. But unless you take responsibility for the male seed, that will not happen. By 2028, the termination rate can be down to 80 to 90% of terminations. And we don't have people in lines and standing at clinics talking about the rights of, of others. We have just an overview of problems, COVID at the COVID and boosters. People refusing to take boosters to be well. I don't understand it, but that's what's happening. You need to take your boosters. We have taxes. We have the focus on um, trafficking. Uh, focuses on on trafficking across this country and the world. That we have the we need people who focus on truth and not pretend. Climate change in the community. Build growing trees in their community, not just cutting them down, building buildings and not building trees, knowing that creates a problem for climate. What air are we going to bring? We're calling for all alumni of schools, elementary, high, and college to come back and support your schools, especially the HBCs, your, your colleges, that's part of your commitment to pay back, to come back, to reach back. Whether it's $5 or $10 or donating for, uh, uh, for a time on the campus, we need all alumni.